0: Welcome back. Dwight T. Reed Stadium, Jefferson City, Missouri, on the campus of Lincoln University. This is the Mosaic Life Care pregame show. Tommy Rezach with you. Derek Zimmerman-Geyer here as well as we count you down to a uh, evening game here in the state of Missouri in Jeff City, Missouri Western at Lincoln. We've uh, said it throughout the show, throughout the week, that uh, this could be the last time we play Lincoln for a little while because the Blue Tigers, as it's well known by now, uh, announced this past winter that Lincoln uh, will be heading back to the Great Lakes Valley Conference a conference of which they were a member from 2014 to 2018. So uh, Lincoln bidding adieu to the MIAA. And of course, every uh, Missouri, every MIAA football team that plays Lincoln, this counts as a non-conference game. So uh, wanting to break down kind of what this means for the conference uh, going forward, we welcome onto our pregame show none other than the commissioner of the MIAA conference, Mike Racy. Mike, thanks for taking the time. Hope you've had a fun start to the season. Obviously, week one provided... Uh, a lot of fun ones, but yeah, just kind of getting right into it. Um, Obviously kind of bittersweet, a lot of history uh, at Lincoln over the years. I know they've kind of been in and out of the conference through the years. And uh, it's a team that, didn't have a football program for parts of their history too but uh obviously we've known this for a while and uh kind of a it's kind of interesting a lot of miaa teams still gonna play lincoln here in 2023 but as far as just future of football in this conference with lincoln departing um what does this mean going forward for the league
1: yeah tommy uh uh, good to be with you thanks for asking me on and uh always uh always an exciting time uh at the start of uh Another MIAA football season and really, you know, a fall a fall sports season. Many many sports going on on our campuses and uh, I think you use the right word to describe uh, kind of what's going on with Lincoln. Bittersweet, uh, you know, we've got a we've got a historic uh, conference in the MIAA dating back to 1912 and and throughout that history, uh, Lincoln is as a historic uh, school uh, in Jefferson City, Missouri. Uh, founded right after the Civil War, um, you know, they've been in and out of our conference and um, have had some success in our conference and in different sports. Obviously, their national championships in, in indoor and outdoor track uh, have left their mark uh, as part of uh, their MIAA legacy, but they are, uh, they are moving on. I think they, you know, they've, they've done a lot of evaluations of Lincoln, uh, since uh, President Mosley took over on, you know, whether or not to continue to have football. Um, are they in the right division? Are they in the right conference? And I think they just made the decision and, and probably a good one that uh, for them to, to be competitive in football, to get that back to where the alumni and their fans want to see Lincoln football, they're going to need to do that in a different conference. Great Lakes Valley Conference next fall. That'll leave us with five um, football schools, uh, I'm sorry, 11 football schools, Tommy, um, beginning next fall in the MIAA. And uh, as we talked at media day, and as I've said in a few other interviews, you know, the MIAA is interested in expanding. Um, we, uh, we did make the decision to bring in Arkansas Fort Smith mm-hmm. as an immediate replacement to Lincoln. They'll, they'll start with us next fall, but they, Arkansas Fort Smith does not have football, right. and uh, so it'll bring us to eleven football schools and and three without football with the addition of Arkansas Fort Smith. But our presidents are really interested in expanding the conference to try to continue to grow uh, the MIAA uh, within this geographic area, um, the Midwest, uh, to, to try and to try and grow with uh, you know similar uh schools that we currently have in the MIAA. Those are regional public universities. And, you know, I think in the next couple of years, there's hopefully a, a chance that the MIAA is going to find another football school, and maybe even another non-football school to get us to 16, uh, 12 with football, four without. And I, I think that really begins a conversation in our conference, Tommy, about the opportunity to, to think about divisions a north division, a south division. A couple of reasons you'd want to do that, especially in football. One is that that would keep open this idea, I think, that all of our athletic directors and coaches are excited about, and that's the the opportunity to have non-conference games mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the season. And then a, a divisional structure or divisional alignment allows us to, to really, um, I think about, uh, think, about a more – uh, uh, regionally centered um, schedule teams that that would want to join the MIAA. So you know, if we bring in if we bring in a school on our northern border or a school on our southern border, uh, but we're into divisional alignments, I think it's going to make that that uh, joining the MIAA membership more attractive mm. and maybe more geographically feasible than the, the, the conferences that they're currently in. So that's that's the strategy moving forward. But we're we're definitely in a mode for growth and um, hoping to add schools, both with football and without football.
0: Yeah, you mentioned at Arkansas Fort Smith was announced as an addition shortly after uh, Lincoln left, and you pointed that out, that Fort Smith will play Missouri Western and our other member schools in the MIAA in practically every sport but football. They don't feel the football. But for basketball, a good immediate replacement. And, yeah, you talk about uh, divisionalizing our peers, the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference, who's in the Central Region. I know they divisionalize uh, for basketball. Uh, they have a North and South division in the NSIC. And uh, I heard you mention it, that for the MIAA, IAA, if they were to go that direction, perhaps the I-70 corridor could be a, uh, a good uh, border, if you will, between north and south. Those north of I-70 in the north, and those south of it in a su- south division. Uh, that's, yeah, looking ahead, but uh, that is the plan, and certainly really exciting. That kind of seems to be the flavor of the day, certainly in major college football with uh, conferences expanding. I don't think D2 is headed for three or four super conferences like D1 is, but uh, it is uh, kind of cool to see this uh, realignment. Um, Well, let's uh, uh, let's talk about another kind of conference wide deal here. Again, our guest on this part of the pregame show is Commissioner of the MIAA, Mike Racy. Uh, the MIAA kind of making history last year, the first Division II conference in NCAA to uh, institute um, uh, coaches' challenges, uh, each coach getting one per game. And new last year, the MIAA got to review uh, targeting calls in real time as opposed to in the past when they'd be reviewed at halftime or after the game. Deemed a success as now there are eight other D. D2 conferences with instant replay this year. Um obviously it goes without saying mike but a really big point of pride that the MIAA kind of got to carry the baton to start this uh, this uh, institution of instant replay in D2 and um, just good to see that having good effects for this level of football in other conferences as well.
1: Yeah, it was a big uh, a big step, you know, late late last year, late summer when we finally pulled the trigger and, you know, kind of late in the process to put in something like that. But, um, you know, we, we we made the decision as a league that we wanted to test this. Uh, uh, it's a way to do replay without having to go through the expense of all of the equipment and actually having a, a dedicated replay booth with replay officials. <clears throat> and um, I think, you know, when we, when we measured kind of how – how things went last year I think we had over over 60 plays uh, during our 11 weeks that we looked at and uh, about 12 or 13 of those did get reversed so you know those were challenges by coaches to take a look at something Um, you know maybe it was a possession issue maybe it was a inbounds out of bounds uh, you know a number of things that we can look at and and, um, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good percentage of, of things that, uh, that actually got changed or reversed. Uh, I brag a lot about our officials, Tommy. I think we have some of the best officials in all of Division Two. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that, that feeling or statement's justified by the, the number of officials that we move on to, um, other Division One conferences and some that make their way into the NFL. Um, but officials make mistakes and, uh, you know, we um, we want to make sure we get it right and replay this way of doing replay that's cost effective is a way of doing that. And then, and then you mentioned that the biggest thing is targeting. I think last year we had nine targeting calls and seven of those got changed. Um, seven of those when the officials actually slowed down uh, the actual play and looked at the angle and and all of the um, all of the factors they go into evaluating uh, whether that helmet to helmet contact is a targeting call. Uh, seven of those, uh, the officials said, nope, not enough here and got those student athletes back on the field. And that that's a big deal. And um, so we were very happy when the NCAA said, yeah, great, great experiment, uh, successful experiment, and we're gonna. We're going to create a new rule in the NCAA rulebook that says if you, if you, if you want to have replay but you can't do it with a replay booth, here's the way you have to do it. And they basically just adopted uh, our system from last fall. So we're back at it again, Tommy. We've expanded to three cameras uh, that we're looking at now on every play, and um, we're off to a good start. I think we had about about six plays that were challenged and looked at. This first weekend of football, and um, it's uh, it's an important tool that our our coaches and officials um, all appreciate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That was, uh, I think, just an immediate. uh, I mean, it was it was immediate to me in 2022. Just uh, how nice it was just to have that. I mean, you know, when you see the NFL and major D1 being blessed, you know, with all these. Replay angles and cameras, and just the ability to challenge plays. Like I, you know, I covered the NAIA before getting here, and uh, I think hopefully that's next. It, it trickles down to D3 and NAIA, and perhaps maybe even JUCO one day. Just the ability to go back and just watch it, have that replay, even if it's a one camera setup in some places. I think that uh, is good for the integrity of the game. And yes, yeah, some numbers on MIAA uh, challenges last year 50 challenges in all, 25 calls confirmed, 14 reversed, 11 standing. Yeah, nine uh, targeting reviews and, uh, yeah, seven of those targeting uh, calls reversed and uh, kids getting to stay in the game. So uh, all good stuff there. Well, Mike, I'd uh, love to talk uh, for a long time. Uh, I know uh, we got to move along in our show here, but I know uh, Thursday you were in Maryville to take in that ranked matchup between Northwest and Emporia. Um, Any MIAA game on your radar on this Saturday?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, it's on my way to uh, Warrensburg and uh, going to be watching uh... – the mules uh tangle with uh uco should be should be a great uh great matchup uh in uh in maryville or i'm sorry at warrensburg and that you know it's just amazing that we have such good games uh tommy coming right out of the blocks with uh you know with the uh, miaa football matchups of ranked teams and and uh you know highly rated teams in our conference so uh, no, no week off, but uh, yeah, uh, today I'm uh, today I'm in Warrensburg watching watching the Mules and the Broncos go at it.
0: Yeah, that should be a good one. UCO outlasting Carney last week. Of course, Central Missouri came to St. Joe and uh won a barn burner against the Griffins 45 to 38. So, yeah, that's a exciting one. I think we always I think the biggest amount of we learn in a season is always like how do they look week 2 as opposed to week 1? I think you always see a big jump in a lot of teams when they go from game 1 to game 2. And yeah, pretty good slate of uh, uh games here in week 2. Some on Thursday, some on Saturday including ours here this Saturday night as Missouri Western is at Lincoln. One final time, playing Lincoln and it is not a conference game. It does go down as a non-conference game for both teams as Lincoln uh, will uh, hitch their wagon to the Great Lakes Valley Conference in the 2024 25 year and could mean uh, new MIAA members down the road. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Very exciting future for the league, no doubt. And that is MIAA Commissioner Mike Gracie. Mike, appreciate the time. Uh, it'll be not too much longer. We see you for Basketball Media Day in Kansas City, probably about another month or so. Crazy how fast it goes once we get started,
1: but always in uh, enjoy. Enjoy talking to you. We'll see you down the road. All right. Thank you, Tommy. Take care.